0: Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, Career Astrologer at SoulShine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. So here's the thing, even though astrology is based on super ancient wisdom, It is always continually evolving. We're discovering new asteroids and new phenomena in space that widens our horizons of what is possible, giving us more meaning and purpose as we become ready for it. There's this beautiful synergy that happens between the astronomers and the astrologers, The astronomers have the telescopes, and they're making discoveries of new planets and asteroids out in space. And then the astrologers find the true meaning, the spiritual purpose, by tying it to a mythological story. I'm always trying to remind my students that they have the ability to forward the field of astrology through their own research. Lately, I've been working with a new asteroid called Cheriklo. It's actually pronounced Heriklo in Greek, but Cheriklo is the feminine healing counterpart to Chiron. Chiron is the asteroid known as the wounded healer. It shows us where we have a hidden wound that we carry with us that we're meant to learn how to heal. Otherwise, it can hold us back. However, Cheriklo who is known in mythology as Chiron's wife, has more to do with healing from a softer, more internal perspective. She's known as the asteroid of spirit medicine. And it's not to say that Chiron doesn't have this spiritual or shamanic element as well. He does show where we've been hurt in past lives and how we can help heal others through our own experiences. If you know anything about the mythological story behind Chiron, being the wounded healer, he had a wound of his own that he could not ever heal. But because he knew what it felt like to deal with that wound, he was good at helping other people who had a similar issue get through it through compassion and sympathy. But who do you think was taking care of Chiron in his wounded state? Chericlo was the one who held space for Chiron's healing to take place. So on the other side of Chiron, Cheroklo holds a presence of healing. She holds space for healing. It's a lot less forceful. Chiron's energy might trigger circumstances or situations that force us to work through our wound or healing. So like fears that get triggered, situations that seem very similar to the issue that may have initially wounded us arise and then we're forced to deal with it. It gets kind of thrown in your face a little bit. There is definitely an aspect of intervening in the issue to help you heal with Chiron. Cheroklo, on the other hand just sits in the room with you and lets you feel all your feelings and holds this energy of peace. So it's like she brings this more pleasant ease to those difficult experiences and those deep wounds we may be nursing in our lives. It's really just her presence and her energy that brings healing without intervening in the issue. So this is a really beautiful asteroid to be working with at this time when we're working on healing the feminine aspect of ourselves. And it's something that I have been learning a lot too. As a healer, as a helper, for many years, I've wanted to just step in and make sure everybody has their big breakthrough and like holds your hand and like marches you through it, basically. But the more I study, the more I learn, the more spiritual experiences I have, the more I have softened needing to control other people's healing journey. And I've noticed this shift in my work too, where people do still come to me wanting help with strategy, but when we actually get into the container, it's almost like just knowing I'm there is what helps them the most. And they go off and they kind of figure a lot of things out on their own. So this is just something interesting I've been noticing lately as I've been working with clo more and more in my sessions and even just tracking it in the sky and on my own chart. Clo's name means spinning grace. And she brings a feeling of grace into our lives and also shows how we can bring that grace to others, really like creating or weaving and spinning a new story that helps us move through our triggers and fears. In this way, I feel like Chea also holds the energy of believing, That your healing process is important, that there is a reason for it, there's a purpose behind it. And we have to experience the issue fully in order to have the experience. It's not just about like rushing through it, fixing it, and moving on. It's like, what do you learn when you're in that state of difficulty? That's beautiful and valuable. She's like this wise mother that smiles and nods, knowing very well that you have it in you to heal yourself, and you experiencing it for yourself is key. Now, everything I know about Cheroklo for the most part, I learned from Louise Eddington, a popular astrological author who recently taught a workshop all about Cheroklo. And it's a really interesting story how I discovered even the workshop because on the day of the workshop, the sun in the sky was transiting over the exact degree of my chair on my birth chart, which was so cool because in the class, we were taught how to look it up and I'll tell you how to look it up as well. And I just happened to notice that was exactly where the sun was in the sky. And the sun has to do with what we're currently focused on. So it was like Cheroklo was revealing herself to me on that day. It was like awakening this side of me, this more feminine healing presence. This is something that actually happens a lot where asteroids are often discovered exactly when they are meant to be activated. As Louise Eddington says, She only comes into our consciousness when she's ready to be heard. Terraclo brings ease. She helps us not push or force our healing to happen. And the same phenomenon happens with planets when they're discovered by humanity. They're discovered exactly when humanity is ready to work with their energy. Right? Because in ancient astrology, we could only see as far as Saturn in the night sky. Then, when we built telescopes, we can start to discover Uranus and Neptune and Pluto. And when those planets were discovered, was exactly when those energies were being brought into our experience of life. Cheriklo was only just discovered on February 15th, 1997. So, speaking to you now from 2023, Apparently, humanity has been ready for her energy for a while now, but the conversation is really growing now more than ever because Cheroclo is now in Aquarius, which is a sign of the wisdom spreader. When Cheroclo was discovered, she was actually in Leo, which is the opposite sign of Aquarius. So it's like her energetic force Has expanded to the point where it's now reaching the masses. And that's what I hope to assist with in this episode. So let's talk a little bit more about Cheriklo's energy and her personality and what she represents on a birth chart. Cheriklo is a birth and death doula. So when we talk about holding space, she really holds space for any type of transition we might be going through in those pivotal, experiences of transformation. So she can really midwife us through literal deaths or things or projects or stages in life that are dying or changing like an old career or an old way of life and help new aspects of ourselves to be born. What's really cool about Cheroklo is she is actually a nymph who could transmute herself into any form. And she chose to show herself as a centaur because that is what Chiron is and she wanted to be his wife. And so she does have this like shape-shifting quality to her that I think also helps us give ourselves permission to shape-shift through those difficult events and you know things that we're healing through and working through in our own lives. A really good way to translate what the Cherokee asteroid means on your chart is she shows how we bring grace into our lives and how we can bring grace to others as well. With Cherokee currently in Aquarius for the collective chart, we're currently bringing grace by embracing the new age, the new wave of insights and information that is coming in right now. Whether it's spiritual downloads or technological breakthroughs or societal changes, Cheroclo is bringing grace to the process of birthing these new inventions and new ways of life into being. If you want to look up Cheroclo on your astrology chart, a really easy way to go do that is by going to astro.com. You're going to click on charts and calculations and then extended chart selection. And once you type in your birth details and you get to the page where you're deciding what all you want to be on the chart, there's a section under additional objects. And I will have all of these steps written out for you in the show notes, not to worry. But under additional objects, there's a little box where you can type in codes for different asteroids. And in that box, you're going to type in 10199. So it's 10199. And that's how you will be able to see where exactly Cheroklo is on your astrology chart and how you spin grace for yourself and for others. I have Cheroklo in Gemini in my seventh house of relationships and one-on-one work. So I spin grace through the conversations I have with individuals and sharing ideas and resources with them that might help ease their journey in some way. But even then, I feel like a lot of the power of my work, it actually comes from somebody actually finally being able to be listened to. You would think in an astrology reading, I'm just going to You know, you're coming for me to just read your chart and say a bunch of stuff and share a bunch of information with you. But actually, a lot of my astrology reading is me just like listening to you talk about what you're going through, how you're feeling, and what you're experiencing. And then I can put a name to those feelings and a purpose behind it in the reading. But I think, yeah, that's definitely one of the ways that I bring grace is just like having that presence and creating that container where somebody can speak about what's on their mind and going on in their world. One cool thing I really want to share with you, and then I'll talk about what cheroklo means just very roughly in the signs and houses. So I've mentioned in a previous episode that sometimes I like to combine Vedic astrology with Western astrology. It's kind of a weird phenomenon that you wouldn't think would work, but basically what I like to do is look at my Vedic astrology chart and see how the Western astrology sky is affecting me on like a spiritual level. I did do a pretty extensive episode about this. If you're curious to know more about what in the world I'm talking about, back on episode 113. But anyhow, I just had to share that a week after I discovered Cheriklo, which again was that day when the sun in the sky was in Gemini and it was crossing over my Cheriklo, I noticed that Cheriklo, which is currently in Aquarius, was exactly over my Vedic sun and moon, which is also in Aquarius. And it had this effect of really activating the graceful expression of my higher self this energy of like becoming clo <laughs> in my own life and work and this all coincided with me signing up to study hypnotherapy one of the things i really love about hypnotherapy and i'm going to have to do like a whole episode on this as i get further into my studies but one of the things i really love about it is that All of the answers that you get in a session come from you and your higher self. And all I do as the hypnotherapist is hold space for those answers to come through. So it's been a very beautiful birthing process, my journey of working with Chericlo. And ever since I've discovered her, I've been working with her on every chart I do for clients. And of course, people always want to know more about her. Where did this come from? And that's why I had to do a podcast episode all about her. So just briefly, I'm going to go through what Cheroklo means and the signs and houses on your birth chart. We could dive into this a lot more deeply in a reading, but just to kind of give you the cliff notes version, if you have taken the time to go and look up Cheroklo, this is what it means. Cheroklo in Aries, or the first house, has to do with creating grace through your individuality and empowering others' individuality. Cheroklo in Taurus, or the second house, has to do with creating grace through honoring your self-worth and embodying your values, as well as the creation of material resources. Chiron in Gemini has to do with spinning grace through your expression and sharing your ideas freely. This also goes for the 3rd house, so, you know, networking with people as well. Chiron in Cancer or the 4th house has to do with spinning grace through rooting into home, motherhood, or your ancestral lineage. It can also have to do with like creating spaces where people can actually come in and air their emotions and concerns. Cheroklo in Leo or the fifth house has to do with spinning grace through your creations. And, you know, whenever you create the things you wish existed in the world, really putting your creative self expression on blast. Cheroklo in Virgo or the sixth house has to do with creating grace through health, service, and removing blocks. Chericlo in Libra, or the seventh house, has to do with creating grace through connection with others, partnerships, and allowing yourself to receive from others. Chericlo in Scorpio, or the eighth house, has to do with spinning grace through embracing the shadows. To find your true power. Chair Clo in Sagittarius or the ninth house has to do with creating grace through self discovery, seeking truth, or even travel. Chair Clo in Capricorn or the 10th house denotes spinning grace through being a calm leader and making an impact on others through your strong yet soft healing presence. Cheroklo in Aquarius, or the 11th house, has to do with spinning grace through humanitarianism, bringing people together around a cause, ushering in the new age, accepting and embracing new inventions and ways of life. And that one really does go for all of us since Cheroklo is in Aquarius right now. And then finally, Chiron in Pisces or the 12th house has to do with creating grace through connecting with a higher power or the bigger picture, befriending your deeper emotions and releasing limiting beliefs. So that is just a really exciting deep dive for you into a new asteroid. Well, new-ish, right? Because 1997 was a little bit ago, but like I said, I've just started hearing people talking about this one. It could also be really interesting to check close transits. So when you go and you look up Clo on your astrology chart through the steps that I've provided for you, which again are in the show notes, but when you have that chart up, you can click the little button that says with transits, and you'll also be able to see how Cheroklo in the sky is affecting your astrology chart. So you can see which house it's in, if it's going over any of your planets. And as she does, she will activate grace in that area of your life or through that aspect of your energy at this time. I'm really excited to continue sharing my journey with Chara Clo and the awakening of this aspect of my own energy. But I hope you found this episode to be helpful. I've got a little surprise for you for next week. So stay tuned, and I'll talk to you then. Thanks so much for listening. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, visit soulshineastrology.com slash episode 138 for more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates check out soulshineastrology.com if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a review for the cosmic calling to help other cool people like us find the show the Cosmic Calling Community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com slash community.